Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. It's important for us to like not have the full spectrum of vision. Yeah. Because like, like that our... means like you would be looking at lights like don't look at a light because it's bad but like you would be able to see like <laughs> that's great <laughs> I just looked at a light and made a face. <laughs> Hey, Science Pals, it's Grace. Welcome back to the Random Theory Podcast. I know, not having Josh on the pod today feels a little funky. (laughs) So it's just me, just kidding, not just me. You guys are going to get Josh, you're going to get me. We're going to do a little pod replay today uh, in case you forgot. The sun is actively trying to kill you. So I just wanted to remind you about that with this little bit of a podcast replay. But before we do that, I'm going to read two ratings and reviews. (laughs) So some two new ratings and reviews. You guys have been all over the ratings and reviews. So I'm going to read one from Apple Pod and then we'll read another one from elsewhere. You guys ready? This comes from Blue Chords 18 on Apple Podcasts. They said, great podcast. Give us five stars. It says, hi, guys. Love the podcast. Been listening since episode one. Ooh, you are OGRT. That's for sure. Heard you guys ranting about what goes into making content and thought maybe you guys should do an episode that looks into how you do YouTube videos or podcast episodes. Keep up the good work. Honestly, that's not a bad idea. I'm kind of here for it. I think it could be a lot of fun to do that. Blue Chords 18. Super interesting, actually. Like the science that goes into us putting together a podcast and us, you know, putting together a YouTube video. It's actually fairly interesting because we have a lot of human elements at play that we're constantly looking at. So I do like this idea. We might have to do that. On to another rating and review. I don't know why I just became British. You know, Josh is the one that normally does emails, so I might have just like jacked this all up, but that's okay. (laughs) So this one said, this is from Kira, and she said, love the podcast. Says, hi, Grace and Josh. Hope you guys are having a good day. I love the podcast. I've been listening from the very start 
and I would check Apple Pods multiple times to see when the first episode would drop. Oh my gosh, we got two OGRT people today leaving podcast reviews. My name is Kira and I'm my last year of college studying industrial engineering. Oh my gosh. Industrial engineering is no joke. That is some tough stuff. Like, that's impressive. This summer, I'm doing operations research engineering. If you don't know that is, look it up because it's really hard to explain and I wouldn't do it justice. I completely understand that. I will look it up because I am interested. She went on to say, I really enjoyed your podcast on coding. I use Python in my internship every day and it's such a great tool to use to manipulate and analyze data. I would love for you guys to do a podcast on the different types of engineering. Ooh, Kira, I agree. I love this idea. There's so many different types of engineering and I think so many people don't understand it and it's very interesting. Here's a joke for you guys. What do you do with sick chemists? <laughs> if you can't helium and you can't curium, you might have to bury them. <laughs> That's a hilarious joke. Kira, thank you so much for your rating and review. And without further ado, here comes the sun that's actively trying to kill you. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. UV light. UV we've, light. We've done a lot with UV light here. Big at UV light people. Really interesting discoveries that have been done. Yes. So on UV light. Yes. Okay. It's very interesting. Okay. First, we got to lay some groundwork. So the lens of the human eye blocks ultraviolet light, but in animals with UV transparent lenses, ultraviolet light reaches the retina, which converts the light into nerve signals that travel to the brain, whereas the visual system perceives like the visual system perceives them. I did not know that animals could. Yeah. See uh, ultraviolet light. Yeah. So the human retina is sensitive to ultraviolet or UV spectrums um, down to about 300 nanometers, but the lens of the eye filters it out. So this adaptation perhaps arose to protect the retina from more damaging UV um, that comes in because, you know, like AKA the sun. Sure. Uh, it also avoids the increased blurry effect of having too wide of a spectral range. Yeah, I mean, if you're letting in too many things, it's just going to be messy. Just clogged yeah, up. Just gonna, yeah. You have a distorted image. Yeah, so since different wavelengths focus at different distances from the lens, like it's important for us to like not have the full spectrum of vision. Yeah. Because like, like that our... means like you would be looking at lights, like don't look at a light because it's bad, but like you would be able to see like... <laughs> That's great. <laughs> I just looked at a light and made a face. <laughs> um, You would be able to see like the rainbow coming off of the light. Like yeah. it would be so overwhelming I feel like our eyes have to do it in a way just to protect like the incoming information to not over your head would just like explode. It would. I think it would just be way too much. Like, uh, yeah, I don't know how you would function just seeing all the wavelengths of every light. It would. I would. I would go crazy. You just have to like lock yourself in like a dark basement to turn your brain off and just like have like one little light that you can control. So normal color vision ranges from anywhere around the 380 nanometer which is violet, to 750 nanometers, which is red. 
most people can't easily see light shorter than um, 380 nanometers because the lens of the eye absorbs it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So ultraviolet light or UV ranges from 10 to 400 nanometers. Okay. And is not detectable by our eyes. Right. But if the lens is missing or removed, often due to cataracts. Oh, Light below the violet range isn't blocked and can be detected down to around 310 nanometers. Oh, so you could see it. You could see it if your lens is removed. Oh. So without the lens to focus light, these people are farsighted and need corrective lenses to focus at short distances. Sure. I was going to say, but what's the downside of having yeah. your lens removed? Yeah. So I was when I was doing this podcast, like writing it, I read this story about someone that went septic. Okay. Um, that's when you're in the hospital and I think it's like a bunch of like bad bacteria like explodes around your body. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Septic is the body's extreme response to an infection. It is life-threatening medical emergencies and septic happens when infection you already have triggers a chain reaction throughout your body. Oh. Yeah. So it often starts in the lungs, urinary tract, skin. Sure. Digestive tract. The so, usual places yeah. where there's some yep. bacteria going on. Yeah. So I was reading this thing about this person that went septic. They basically, like one of their eyes, something happened. Yeah. And they basically were only able out of their right eye to see UV rays. Oh. Because like their body went under such an extreme attack yeah. it like messed with, Did their eyes. with their eyes. Yeah. Yeah. And out of their right eye they could see UV light, but out of their left eye they couldn't. So they could like open and close like oh my and gosh. see it. Yeah. It's like a superpower. It is super cool. I feel like you'd have to wear like an eye patch though. Yeah, I feel like it would be overwhelming. They yeah. said they were at like a bar. This was when they first noticed it. And okay. they were looking at an ID scanner. Like they were checking IDs under oh. it. And so an ID thing to look at the ID is UV light. So they can yeah. like IDs have like like invisible symbols. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that you can tell it's a real ID. It's legit. Yeah. yeah. And so like under the UV thing, you can see it. Yeah. Um, And so they, they were like, why is the machine like glowing such a bright blue? Whoa. And they were like able to like see the UV. That would be crazy. Light. Yeah. yeah. Super crazy. Yeah. There was this study at UGA, the University of Georgia. Okay. Shout out. Um, They had a study to see if they could find that if people could see UV light. Okay. And it just opened up like this. They just asked this question. So according to almost any source about the light spectrum, visible light, uh, the portion of the electromagnetic spectrum that is visible to the eye is at like 400 to 700 nanometer. Right, right. But like we know that UV range is like way lower and not detectable. Yet there's been new research from UGA that found that people can see ultraviolet light and there's actually health implications that can be pretty significant. So we're realizing that we can. Yes. Some people can actually see it. Yes. Whoa. So they basically had this very large range of participants, say young adults, that were able to detect isolated UV peaks at 315 nanometers. 315. 100% of participants could see it at 315 nanometers. Oh, wow. Yeah. So it's not a like rare thing. No, but it can go lower. So seeing it at like 310. Right is like a little bit more aggressive. Right. So every textbook that's written on vision, optometry, anything to do with eyes and psychology that has to do with sensation or yeah, even yeah. perception, they literally all say the same thing, that like you cannot see it. But now that's like been reversed. Ooh. Yeah. A big shakeup. This is a big shakeup. Yeah. They also found that the ability to detect UV light dropped off dramatically among middle-aged participants. 
you lose it. Yes. As you get older. Which is, they say it's unclear why. I think it's just because your eyes get older. Probably. And like they get tired. Like there's so much UV coming through when you're younger and you have fresh eyes. And like then when you're older, like it's not as. That's wild. Yeah. So I think what's really interesting is like, I think that's why kids see the world so brightly. Ooh. And like can see, like they they think about it. Like when you were younger, everything felt more just like vivid. Life hadn't beaten me down. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Like life hadn't beaten you down, but like things looked more vivid. Sure. I feel like. Yeah. If you like think back to being like younger. Yeah. So I think it's actually pretty interesting. That is so. Yeah. They basically did this study to see like what would happen. Um, They said that the team didn't set out to rewrite the rules of visible light, but. Basically, they said that the eye can detect UV presence, which is pretty sick. That's, yeah. 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 They're clearly rewriting yes, the rules. Literally. So, yeah. from a health perspective, there is a risk to the retina. If you can see the light, it's getting basically to the back of your retina mm. in a way that could potentially be damaging. Okay. There also may be implications for therapy using UV light, including applications for skin conditions and mental health. You know, I'm thinking about it now. I actually had a procedure done to my eye that used a lot of UV light because I have in the one eye, which I think I mentioned this before and I was yeah. like, oh, we'll do an episode and I forgot. <laughs> um, I have a thing called keratoconus, which is like where your cornea bulges out. Uh-huh. Um, they do this procedure, which I think at the time was called cross-linking. It might still be called that. Sure. Where they drop a bunch of special drops in your eye and then shine uv light and it's supposed to strengthen the cornea or whatever to keep it from further bulging yeah uh and it did which is great but yeah it was literally just like i was like on a table with a uv light above you shining in my eye for an hour or two hours and every like 15 minutes somebody would come and drip something in my eye ew yeah (laughs) and then my eye felt like i had sand in it for a week or something oh yeah that sounds terrible it was not a good time no yeah but what's really cool about this are there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered with further research i feel like that's everything yes but now (laughs) we know this fundamental fact about vision and like i think there's a lot more that can contribute to us seeing uv sure so if you are a special case and you're young, yeah. you might still be able to see the UV spectrum. Yeah. But obviously, they have to better understand it and figure out. They do. So what don't those, go try to see the UV. Yeah, probably don't go like no. look directly into a UV light. Bad. Bad yeah. idea. I mean, you know. Very bad idea. So unlike humans, many animals see an ultraviolet. And a study now suggests that cats, dogs, and other mammals can too. Oh. So knowing these animals see things invisibly to humans could shed some light on why animals behave the way that they do. Okay. Which I think is pretty interesting. That is interesting. I don't know what happens like to humans. Like, you know how your dog can sense when you're upset or something? Yeah. Or not feeling good? Yeah. I wonder if something happens on like the UV spectrum as humans. Like, do we look different? Like, do we shine different? Do we, <laughs> we have like, like a, we get a different glow? You know, yeah. Do we have a different glow to us yeah. that they can like detect? They pick up on? Yeah. I think I it's, it's fairly interesting. That is interesting. I wonder if we have to do an episode about that. Because I'm yeah. curious too. Because there's that whole thing of like um, people can train you know, service dogs to detect certain things, you yep. know, health conditions yep. or whatever. I wonder if it's How like they, they can that? literally see it. See it. I know there's like a whole big thing with smell. I think it is interesting because like you're right, it is smell that they like can smell. And I just wonder like how how do you put off like a different odor if yeah. something's going to happen? Well, and if it, I, yeah, I would be curious to like look into it and see if there is 
a sight aspect yeah. as well. Hey, if you want the pod. If you want a pod about. Write a rating and review and we'll do it. And we'll do it. Detection. Yeah. Like how service dogs do their thing. I think it could be cool. Yeah. So, there, you know, there's a lot of animals that are known to have UV vision. Um, insects such as bees, birds, fish, some amphibians, reptiles, handful of mammals, okay. mice, rats, moles, marsupials, and bats. The whole gang. Whole gang's here. Yeah. Even in animals whose retinas aren't very sensitive to UV light, some of the light is still absorbed. Okay. So, in fact, humans who have had their eye lenses removed, like we talked about with cataracts. Yeah. And they don't have an ultraviolet blocking lens replaced. They can see these like UV. So like a sunglass. Basically, yeah. Like a little. Essentially, yes. Monocle. Yeah. So this made me kind of think about like what do power lines look like? Sure. So apparently humans like obviously they don't look like anything to us. They're just these metal. Just a a wire. Towers, poles. Sure. Yeah. But apparently to animals, they look incredibly terrifying. I would imagine. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird because birds land on them. They do, but they land on power lines. Right. I think this is talking about like towers, like the the towers, the metal towers. Yeah. Okay. Because power lines, like they're covered, like they're all wrapped up. That's true. They're insulated. Yeah. Yeah. You see, you don't see birds standing on like the transformer box that's like on the 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 wooden pole. pole. They stand in the middle. They get in the wire. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. Yeah. So apparently they see these power poles and lines Mm -hmm. as lines of bursting and popping lights. Weird. That's because they can see the UV lights that are outside our spectrum of human vision. Yeah. So according to recent studies from scientists in the UK and Norway, it suggests that high voltage lines have more potential to disrupt wildlife behavior than previously thought. Yeah, I bet. It'd scare them. That would scare me. Yeah. You just looked up and... It's like lightning it's everywhere. Like lightning exploding yeah. from this thing. Yeah. It's terrifying. Yeah. But these blazes of light are actually called corona discharge. Okay. So they happen where the power lines aren't well shielded. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the concentration of electrons rushing through the lines causes the nearby air particles to ionize. And this forms a brief cascade of glowing plasma that triggers a burst of UV light. Wow. Sporadically. That's intense. Yeah, right. But we can't see it <laughs> no we can't see it so for humans we're like eh, it doesn't bother so us like, looks fine to me yeah i'm gonna go hang on that thing yeah don't we're like that. that looks safe yeah don't do that yeah so scientists have actually known for decades that birds can see uv light because their eyes have an extra type of cone cell specifically tuned to direct those wavelengths oh wow yeah isn't they, that cool they've got a special uv yeah. cone They've got special UV sunglasses. Wow. Yeah. Fancy. Built into their heads. Built in, yeah. But UV light and the corona discharge is invisible to like you and I. Yeah. So each of the three types of cones in our eyes aren't all that sensitive to UV light. Yeah. So there's no evolutionary reason for them to be because our lenses filter most UV light before it even reaches our retinas. Interesting. But for some reason they are. For yeah. some reason, the the cones yeah. are not sensitive to that light yeah. either. And to like get a sense of that discharge, like what it might be like, we need a special digital camera. Sure. It's pretty interesting. That is very interesting. It You know, it's one of those things where like, like I wish there was a way to just like turn that on and then turn it off. Like I want to turn it on and then just look at the, you know, see yeah, those yeah, power yeah. lines, and but then turn it off because 
it would be very. It'd be cool to have like a switch where you can like blink and like change. Blink and change your change your view. Yeah, be like, yeah. I want to see in UV. Want to go to UV light? I want to go to black and white. Yeah. I want to go to <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that would be HD. <laughs> I think we see in HD. We see in whatever. I there is like a actual um, resolution that people have found that is, oh, like is equivalent there? to our eyes. Oh wow! And it's very high. So yeah, this is uh comes from a scientist and photographer. Okay, Dr. Roger Clark. This the information is coming from discovery.com. That feels legit. So basically they they're listing it in megapixels. So if you and know anything about cameras, the sensor of a camera is always, you know, listed in megapixels. I know nothing, so. Well, if you have a smartphone like an iPhone, normally I think except for this last year, um the camera was 12 megapixels. Okay. Right? And then this last year it jumped up in the iPhone 14 to 48 megapixels. Oh, which is really high. That's a that's a big Yeah. Uh, high quality sensor this person is saying that the resolution of a human eye roughly would be around 576 megapixels holy so like is that even possible to obtain i don't think so i don't even know what the highest commercially available camera like megapixel sensor would be i see one for 102 megapixels yeah the 400 the there's a 400 I mean, that's what this says. It's a 400 megapixel image. 400 megapixel multi shot. So. so it has a 100 megapixel oh, yep, sensor. Yep. It produces a 400 megapixel image by composing six images shot in a quick succession. Okay. So it's not actually 400 megapixel sensor. No, it's They're 100. using some technology trickery to get 400, which is still short of the 500 and like 70 yeah 576 megapixels that would be our human eye so we're still a ways off yeah that that one is a hundred i mean it says there's 150 megapixel <clears throat> yeah but basically to get like the image it has to lay a bunch of images on top of one another right i mean it makes sense that like that amount you know if you think about it like that is the image that you're gathering and so that amount of data sure is just like it would I mean the image would be massive and you know when we open our eyes that's what we see so <laughs> that's crazy yeah so mm. i guess we can we can round this out by talking about like uv rays and like how to protect yourself from okay. them are you a sunscreen wearer no you're not you're one of I'm those i'm not i am an avid sunscreen i won't go if i'm outside for longer than you know like 30 minutes yeah i got the sunscreen yeah I I should be a sunscreen person. I am for my face, but everywhere else, I'm just kind of like meh. Well, do you have? Is it like in makeup? And yeah, stuff because that's yeah. what like my wife. She's the same way. I yeah. have to like fight her to wear sunscreen, <laughs> and then she's like saying, "Well, I have it on my. It's in my it's makeup on my, face. on my face." I'm like, yeah. "Well, yeah, but you can get skin cancer anywhere." Yep. Uh, what about sunglasses? You sunglass person? Um, no. Oh, really. Yeah, so growing up, my dad used to be like, I would love to sit and read in the sun. Mm. And he was like, you're literally burning your cornea yeah. and retina by using, like, reading on a white page. So he used to make me wear sunglasses yeah. when I read outside. Yeah. You're a sunglass wearer. You go I, everywhere with them. I wear, yeah, and it's not even like, I mean, I have, I like the sunglasses I have, but it's not even like, a lot of people have commented like, oh, cool sunglasses, like, you know, whatever. And I'm like, 
I just, my eyes are so like, I'm such a inside, you know, like editor, yeah. computer guy that yeah. if I go outside without them on, my eyes just burn. Yeah. So like, I cannot yeah. go anywhere without sunglasses. Very rarely am I like, oh, I need sunglasses right now. Really? Yeah. I, I'm the second I walk outside, I'm like, oh. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, but I mean, sunglasses are just as important as wearing a hat to protect against UV rays. Yeah. So UV light actually ages all structures of the eye, mm. which is bad. It's bad news. Yeah. yeah. Cornea damage, cataracts, macular degeneration, thank you, yeah. are all possible chronic effects of UV exposure and can ultimately lead to decreased vision. Yeah. So just all bad news. All bad news. That sunlight, that UV light. It's just so aggressive. It's just going to deteriorate your eye. If you think about it, it is kind of insane that the light is like lighting the whole world. I know that sounds so stupid to say, but like it's this UV ray that is yeah. like just burning the world and us and <laughs> well, like your eyes. I've like, made you know? that, I've made that comment to my wife about sun because she she's a big like loves, you know, yeah. what's going out. Loves, And I'm like, the sun is basically just a thing that is trying to kill you yes. at all times. Yes. When you are out, it is actively trying to kill you <laughs> and yeah we take there's steps to avo- avoid that you know yeah. sunscreen and sunglasses and you know like a hat or whatever yep, yep. but yeah it is literally a giant fiery ball in space actively trying actively to kill you admitting or yeah like emitting these rays that are trying yeah. to kill you it's crazy yeah so it, what's really crazy is the eyelid skin is the tiniest and thinnest sorry it's not the tiniest it's the thinnest Mm -hmm. in the whole body yeah like if you close your eyes like and you try really hard like you can see like not through them but like but you can see the light yeah for sure yeah yeah which is crazy yeah weird so it's not it's not thick it's not blocking too much it's like you can see the red almost oh yeah so UV damage on your eyes and uh, like your eyelids uh is like increased dryness wrinkles uh, acuted skin furrows, sagging, loss of elasticity. I mean, it's all, all, it's all just bad things. It's bad for you. It's like associated with skin cancer. It's, like it, it, The sun is trying to kill it's you. It's like if you go to the tanning bed. It's why they like don't tanning let you put are... the lights like if with a goggle yeah. face. Wow, it's really bad for your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, yeah. I mean, but it's just, I could soapbox about it. I won't, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's just bad. It's yeah, just bad. tanning beds shouldn't be illegal. I mean, I'm not going to lie to you and say, like, I've never been to one because, yeah. like, in the wintertime, I do like going to them just because, like, you don't get the sunlight. Right, right, and, right. like, I just go, like, once a week to get, like, something, I guess, UV radiation. Right, like, yeah, I don't know. Get some get some radiation. Yeah. I don't love them, though. <laughs> I do my best not to go to them. Go to them. Yeah. I haven't been in a very long time. Well, so, that's good. That's yeah. Good. But the, uh, I mean, like, UV light is just associated with skin cancer, period. Big time. Yeah. 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 No good for us. No good. And the front surface of your eye absorbs actually about 99% of UV radiation. That's a lot on the front. Yeah. So on the surface of the eye, this UV damage predisposes to cancerous growths. Not good. No. Yeah. I mean, cancerous growths. No that's, good. That's not what we're talking about today. No, it's, it's not what we're talking about, but it's no good. You don't want that anywhere on or in your body. No. Just wear sunscreen. Just don't tan. Just don't tan. Yeah. That's my route. Yeah. Uh, but if you want to go out, just wear like a good sunscreen. You know, yeah. you can still enjoy the sun. 
For sure. Just wear a good sunscreen that blocks those harmful rays. Yes. Yeah. That's all you need. That's all you need. Just don't look at the sun. Don't. It is pretty cool that we decided, or that science said that you can see a little bit of the UV spectrum. That's a big change. That's a big shift that we can actually see part of the UV spectrum. It's not just animals anymore. That's pretty sick. Well, potatoes, thank you for this wonderful sparkly episode yeah Spark- <laughs> sparkly episode wow you know it. uv light uv light, light. it was a cool sparkly. i really enjoyed it we learned it more about cool. uv light very cool i was yeah like i said i didn't even i guess i was dumb and did not even know animals commonly saw it in uv light you know like i truthfully <laughs> didn't either i didn't know that like my dog can see uv light yeah like I just didn't know that i i, I yeah i hadn't realized that so even that was really cool but then to hear that humans can actually also see a little bit of it um that's really cool to know it's pretty sick that's it for us on the random theory josh and i'll be back next week with an awesome pod for you guys so stick around until then thanks for listening leave rating reviews wherever you do that we love you we appreciate you bye science pals at parker our purpose is simple we want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently by using more sustainable practices By developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.